Mini episode of the Nerd Out of Nations podcast. I'm your ambassador to the Midwest United States, Jared Boots, and the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. And as you can tell from the title, today we're talking about the 1985 cartoon classic Garfield's Halloween Adventure. We're doing something new today. It's a segment I call, I think I'm going to call it at the corner of nostalgia and living under a fucking rock, where we take one of us picks something that we have nostalgia for that the other per- the other host hasn't seen yet. And we see if that one person is blinded by nostalgia or maybe we find out that the person who hasn't seen what we picked is has missed out. But of course I cannot do this alone. I have my ambassador to the great, the great white North of Canada, Melissa Nicholson, Melissa, since when did you like pumpkin innards? <laughs> <laughs> Since never. <laughs> I was honestly hoping that's how you'd respond. <laughs> I thought it was lasagna. <laughs> it's one thing every time I've carved a pumpkin, I've always wanted to say it to somebody. <laughs> or I've always wanted to or I've always wanted to wear a pumpkin on my head like John. <laughs> I feel like that I don't know, that would be pretty heavy. <laughs> Well, especially a pumpkin to fit over my huge head. <laughs> <laughs> and then have to like, you know, cut a big enough hole in it. Oh, just yeah, I think it'd be a mess. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. One of these days, I'm gonna go to to a convention and like a Halloween style convention and cosplay as that and see who gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'd be there'd be like a couple. I don't know how many, but. <laughs> Every once in a while, you get those really cool cosplayers. Like when I was working at Midwest Monster Fest this past year, there was a guy uh, cosplaying as Patrick Bateman. And he walked by the table I was at. He had a raincoat on and a suit. When he walked by, I go, do you like Huey Lewis in the news? (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Uh, But we'll talk about that next time. Tonight, we're talking about Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Like I said, the premise before, I have nostalgia for this cartoon growing up, but Melissa's never seen it. So I thought this, we thought this could be a, an interesting concept to do with many episodes, at least from here on out, is find something that one of us hasn't seen and one of us has nostalgia for and see what that person's perspectives is on it. Mm-hmm. So tonight's topic, since we're still in the Halloween season, is Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Um, some quick facts about it. Real quick is that it debuted October 30th, 1985 on CBS. It was created and written by Garfield creator Jim Davis, directed by Phil Roman. 
some of the voice talent on it was Lorenzo Music as the voice of Garfield. Tom Huge, who was John and Binky the Clown, if I'm not mistaken. Then we had Greg Berger, who was the voice of Odie. Uh, it's C. Lindsay Workman, who's the voice of the old man. And then there's Desiree Goyette, who was the voice of some random woman that Garfield and Odie go trick-or-treating at her house. So, like I said, I grew up with this animated special. Watching it is probably thrown on a random VHS with all these random Halloween and Christmas cartoons that my dad would record off the TV. Uh, watched this for years, at least a good 30 years. Out of 35, it's been around. 36, it's been around now. And, uh, yeah, and I asked Melissa if she'd ever seen it before, and she said no. So she had her first viewing of it today as of this recording, so we're going to see how what her thoughts are on it. So, Melissa, without further ado, take it away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you had asked me, I was like, I had never even heard of it before. <laughs> it wasn't something that I'd ever seen or... Um, I hadn't really, I, I mean, I hadn't really engaged much, like, with, with Garfield as it was. I, I All I knew about Garfield was that he loved lasagna, and then he was kind of a, um, not, I don't know, curmudgeonly cat, I don't know. Like, he was, it was his character, and I didn't he's, really He's just lazy. Lazy, yeah. That's, that's kind of the, I guess, the word I was looking for, but curmudgeonly was the first thing that came up. Um, but yeah, I hadn't known much about the character, um, other than a few little things. And, and then, yeah, then I hadn't seen this Garfield's Halloween adventure. And fortunately I was able to find it really easy and I watched it, um, via YouTube and, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Um, it, <laughs> it, it, in one of the, the moments he's dressed up and everything and, and, uh, he you know, one of his lines and it, it literally almost made me like spit my coffee across the room because it was just caught kind of caught me a little bit off guard and then it was just funny and unfortunately i didn't like projectile spit my coffee across the room but almost because it was just that funny um <laughs> so yeah i thought it was a lot of fun i thought it was cute um and uh yeah, I, and I, I ended up actually watching it twice because I wanted to watch it uh, once all the way through, just really paying attention to it, having all my focus on it. And then I wanted to watch it a second time so that I could do my like take notes and, and things like that. So um, and both times I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, a heck of a lot of fun. I really feel like. Garfield's Halloween adventure gets lost in the shuffle in the Halloween season, especially when it's going up against uh, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which it did air next to regularly since the mm-hmm. debut in 1985. But then it's, uh, they said, like, what, 2015, they just stopped showing it regularly. So the YouTube's been, really been the only place I've been able to find it. I've seen it on DVD at uh, Target. I keep telling myself I need to buy it, but I one of these days I will. But, yeah, I... Also, I think it gets lost in the shuffle amongst because uh, there's two other holiday specials for Garfield. There's a Christmas and a Thanksgiving one. I really think probably of those three, I think the Christmas one gets more love. Mm. But uh, yeah, I really think the Halloween one doesn't get the love it deserves, especially because it's going up against like a masterpiece like the Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. It kind of, I think Charlie, like Charlie Brown's a little bit more, I don't know, would you say it's a little bit more like iconic than say Garfield or is it sort of on the same level, but Garfield kind of gets kicked under the carpet? I would say iconic because I really think when you think of comic strips, comic strip funnies, at least down here in the States, Penis is probably the first one that comes to mind, but I'd say Garfield's got to be in the top three. Mm. So I don't say that it's... It's a great pumpkin. has got another 20 years under its belt, too. So that could be it, too. But yeah. um, like something like Hocus Pocus that came out in 93, so what, eight years after great, after Garfield, and that's stuck around like like nothing. Same with uh, might have been slightly delayed a few years, but same with uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Those things have stuck around. So maybe the time, maybe the time's on its side. But I would say Peanuts may be a little more iconic, but I still say when you think of like comic strip characters, I would say Garfield is easily in the discussion along with Peanuts. Because mm-hmm. Garfield just had so much stuff. So, like, I grew up with Garfield. Me and my brother would check out the Garfield. Uh, you used to get the collections of the panels. Um, we'd check those out from the library. We'd w- check out um, the other animated specials of Garfield and um, watched Garfield and Friends almost every afternoon whenever it was on, which came which came out a year or two afterwards after the special. So I would say Garfield has I still say he's like in the zeitgeist. He's in the conversation when it comes to iconic comic strip characters, but I just don't know what gives the great pumpkin. It's uh, that longer lasting um, status as opposed to Garfield's Halloween adventure. Maybe that's something we can break down next Halloween. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'd be a good episode for Michael Lyons to come on. Yeah, I think that'd be a great one. Um, but Michael, Michael, of course, will have you on way before next Halloween though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't have to wait that long. <laughs> so what's like the popularity status of Garfield up in Canada? Is it like is it was it something that you'd regularly see in the in their newspapers up there or? Yeah. Um it was there. I mean, it was like you know, your Garfield, your peanuts, your um what else? Like for better for worse, Dilbert, things like that you'd see. Um, I know, like, um, my parents did have, like, Garfield's, um, like, those thick Garfield, like, comic book things. They, they had a couple of those. Um, but I wouldn't say it was something that was a really big thing, at least from, like, from what I know. Um, Peanuts was more of a thing. Um, definitely seemed to be um, much more popular than Garfield, but Garfield was still there and around. I would say down here, if anything, Garfield probably started to die down probably after the second movie. Hmm. Which everybody says, which is ironic, that um, so Lorenzo Music does the voice of Garfield. He did the voice of Garfield up until his death in 2001. Lorenzo Music also did the voice of Peter Venkman in the real Ghostbusters cartoon that I also watched a lot as a kid. (laughs) 
And they say that's ironic because Bill Murray would go on to be the voice of Garfield in the Garfield live action CG movies. <laughs> that's right. It all comes full circle. <laughs> I haven't seen those films, but I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that is quite funny. <laughs> So with this being your first time, what were some of your favorite moments from this special? Uh, I definitely, I really enjoyed when um, he, Garfield, he, he, you know, he's found his, his Halloween costume and he's um, gone, he's kind of on a counter, I guess, or something. And, and he introduced himself that I'm, I'm orange beard and this is Odie stupid and, <laughs> and John's like you both look ridiculous and and then you know he steals his piece of lasagna and um <laughs> but the one line that that I really love is um uh what was it it was uh he has something before that but I can't I can't remember what it was but he's like you know, I'll let I'll let you live since you're the only man who will change my kitty litter. <laughs> he goes off. <laughs> Arr, I've killed men for worse, but I'll let you live since you're the one who changed me kitty litter. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and I do I do love the beginning where the you know the TV is on and and it starts out just really chill like oh it's easy listening and you know wbor whatever and and then oh we're gonna start off with um what is it binky the clown Kiki the clown and it's like hey kids it's just all laughing and yelling and I thought that was that was also another funny moment, and uh, <laughs> the other one was sort of sort of near the end. Um, you know, dead pirates are coming in any minute, and it's past my bedtime, and I want to go home. <laughs> our boat's gone, our candy's gone. It's past my bedtime. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my boat. There goes my candy. <laughs> Candy, 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 candy. Hold it, okay. <laughs> Control yourself. Candy, candy, candy. <laughs> Easy, really boy. Like, just before they, they go trick-or-treating, I like, got a village to pillage. <laughs> so, yeah. Those, I mean, there's so many, you know, um, so many great little moments, but those ones really stand out for me. Do you have any favorite songs? I like the the um the trick or treat song. Uh the scaredy cat one? Or yeah. when he's singing or when he's singing Yo Ho. Uh I think that yeah, the the first one. And then I mean uh, I like the scaredy cat one too, because he's not a scaredy cat and keeps getting scared by everything that they come up with. <laughs> Yeah, I. That's probably one of my favorite segments is when they go trick or treating. He snaps the mask back on that kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the the one where it's the it's that hooded guy. Whatever he pulls like the mask, but it's still his face. 
<laughs> it looks like it looks like a knockoff of Gargamel from the Smurfs. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was. Uh... So, what do you think about the turn this thing take this this special takes? Because it takes a serious turn halfway through the special and. Jim Davis was quoted like he intended to have the special begin in a familiar tone with a Garfield cartoon. Then it takes that turn somewhere that would at least scare four-year-olds. Yeah. So when we get this turn with the old man and the pirate ghosts, what do you think about that? I, I quite liked it. Like I thought, okay, it's like, I didn't even expect that to happen. Like I thought, okay, it's going to be a little bit kind of spooky, whatever, but it's going to be kind of like, you know, a little bit more lighthearted and stuff, and and yeah, definitely. You know, the old man and telling the, you know, the the story about the pirates and everything, and um, yeah, that definitely took that little bit more serious, darker tone um, turn, and uh, I really liked that. And I also kind of liked how, um, you know, the pirates come and it's like silent like it almost kind of turned into a silent film where it's just there there is the the spirits and whatever and you see them what they're going to do and um yeah i really like that actually um although i think <laughs> i was for some reason when they saw like the the, the old man and chair come up and and i just i don't know i just I thought of the the old man like Friday the Thirteenth, like you're all doomed. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy Ralph. Yeah, it popped in my head like you're all doomed. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, um, I really like that. I, I like that it wasn't just you know that kind of lighthearted tone to it and then it it makes that turn i i really enjoyed that they really added to to the story so I, like i said I've, I've been watching this special for 30 years at least but i probably watched it probably at least since i was five so a little, a little over that because mm. i wasn't even one when this thing came out but uh i pretty i pretty think i remember being a real little kid and being freaked out by the pirate ghost so if if melissa was like three or four or five years old watching this, how would little Melissa react to those pirate ghosts? Um, I'd probably get a little bit freaked out. Um, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like something like, you know, I wouldn't be hiding behind a cushion or something like that. But, I think it would definitely freak me out just a little bit. Like, ugh, those are kind of scary looking. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely it would. Um, it, it would freak me out a little bit, but not to the point of like I can't watch it anymore or or something like that. And yeah, that's like the most spry. 110 year old man ever but according <laughs> to that guy's story he'd be 110 years old think about it, he said he was 10 years old and that happened 100 years ago that that very night <laughs> i think if anything the only missed opportunity in this whole special 
was they should have gone for somebody big in the horror genre to do the voice of that guy. So like, well, sure. Karloff is Karloff and Lon Chaney Bella were all long since past at that point. So maybe like Peter Cushing or uh, Peter Cushing was still alive at that point. Yeah. Or at least like Christopher Lee would have been a huge get. Yeah. Yeah, but just like, I do love I do love the animation. I do love the animation of those pirate ghosts too. Mhm. It's really cool. Um, you you do see it's a little bit a little bit aged, but it's still cool. I I still like I I, I really uh I really like that the how they looked and how they're just you know, um, yeah, really neat. Thirty five years old, it looks pretty good. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I mean, you know, sometimes when you, especially animation, I feel like it it, it can look aged. Like, it, yeah, it was definitely from, you know, this time. But I think definitely seeing it, it's, you know, it, it looks pretty good. Like, it's, it's aged pretty well. I also read that there is a 64-page book that's based off of the special and has an alternate ending. Did you read about that at all? No, I didn't actually. So I guess I, I just learned about this today, actually. And I, I've seen the Garfield Spooktacular Halloween book around, but I think I even owned it when I was a kid. But there is a book version of Garfield's Halloween Adventure where Garfield takes one of the rings from the pirates, oh. and they chase they chase him down to John's house to get it back. Huh. <laughs> for being with. So for being a 24-minute story, they pack a lot in that 24 minutes. Definitely. But I, you know what? It doesn't feel... I don't know about you. Like, does it... I, I don't feel like it feels rushed at all. Especially, you know, the short, short amount of time and then the amount of stuff that, you know, goes in. Especially the tone change. Um, it All that, it, it doesn't feel rushed to me. Like, they're not okay, we're going to start from the beginning and just, like, zip through to the end. Like, I feel like it's got a good pace. And it, it, is, it is paced fairly well, because he goes from Garfield waking up to having breakfast to finding his costume to go trick-or-treating to running into the old man and the pirate ghost to him going to sleep at night. So it, mm-hmm. for 24 minutes, it moves pretty well. It does. Like, you said, another, despite the turn. Yeah. That was another moment I seen, liked for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm saving room for for all the candy. Oh, I'll take a sweet roll to tide me over, <laughs> and some bacon. So, do you think was was I blinded by nostalgia, or do you think you missed out on? Not seeing this sooner. I think I missed out. Because <laughs> um, I think I would have really enjoyed it if like, I saw it as a kid. Um, and I think it would have been up there with, you know, that, um, you know, with Great Pumpkin and, um, you know, all the other things that I would see, you know, around Halloween or whatever. Like, it would be, I think it would have been a regular watch. Um but, yeah, I don't think it ever, yeah, the Great Pumpkin always showed up. Because, like, all I had back then was, 
um, just your three channels, and it was, well, I mean, basically one channel was for video games, so technically two. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, CBC, like, they always showed The Great Pumpkin, and that was kind of about it. Like, I mean, The Great Pumpkin, and then um, your, like, your Treehouse of Horror episode or something. Um, but, and then maybe some other spooky stuff, but they didn't really show a, a lot, really. It, Christmas time was, was more so. There's a lot more stuff that they showed. Um, but yeah, the Garfield one never showed up, but I kind of wish it did. Because I think I would have really, really enjoyed it if I had seen it as a kid. Well, there's a Garfield Christmas special, too. There's Garfield Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And the Christmas I- special... The Christmas special takes a turn too, but it's more of a heartfelt turn. Oh, okay. I feel like I've I've heard of the Thanksgiving one, but I'm not entirely sure on that one. But um but Thanksgiving yeah. one's okay. Hmm. But yeah, I I'm really sad <laughs> that I, I missed out on this, but hey, at least I get to watch it now. I mean, just mm-hmm. like everything else, I'm just catching up because Currently, I live under a rock with everything. <laughs> well, now you got something to add to your uh, scarathon every year. Absolutely. Well, any final thoughts on Garfield's Halloween adventure? I think it's um, basically kind of what I said before. It's a lot of fun. It's it's got a lot of humor. Um, you know, it's it's got the humor. It's got a little bit of heart. It's got um, you know, that little bit darker tone, which I really love. Like, I love that that change of the dance, just light, fluffy, oh, pretending to be spooky. Like, it's, you know, it, it kind of gets, like, legitimately kind of spooky. Um, yeah, and it's just a really great story. Um, yeah, perfectly paced and everything, and um, it's definitely going to be one that I'm going to be watching every year on the, during my scarathon, so... Nice. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Garfield's Halloween Adventure, I don't think we've been too spoilery on it, but shame on you for not. It's been around for 36 years now. If you need any extra incentive to watch it, it it did win a primetime Emmy in 1986 for Outstanding uh, Animated Program. That was like one of three Garfield specials that won a primetime Emmy for that. Wow. So I'd say our first... Uh, segment of uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna call this. I think the original title I gave this is too long. I might just keep it in there anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hmm. Fuck. We'll just keep it on the corner of nostalgia and living under a fucking rock. Yep. <laughs> it's a it's a funny title. It is. <laughs> I think. For the most part, I'm going to be living under a fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe you'll catch. Maybe you'll throw something by me because there's what a eight and a half, nine year age difference between us. Maybe there's something that got by me that you, you loved as a kid. So maybe. I don't think so, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, just think you were in elementary school and I was in high school, so. Yeah. Something could have something could have gotten by me that you loved as a kid. So, so the first uh, segment of uh, nostalgia versus living under a fucking rock, uh, it was voted uh, Melissa missed out, which is 
a good thing. I would take most missing out over, under me being bl- over me being blinded by nostalgia. <laughs> which happens, which does happen, and I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen if when we do this segment again. So. Well, that's it for this. Well, that's it for this mini episode of the Nerd Nations podcast. Um, Our next episode will be the one that we promised you last time. It will be uh, Jeff O'Neill and Jason Whitmarsh, friends of mine that worked at Midwest Monster Fest with, um, telling Melissa our stories from that convention from Labor Day weekend. So be sure to stay tuned to your listening feeds for that one. So, uh, Melissa, where can the listeners keep up with you? Uh, they can keep up with me on um, on Instagram, um, at MissMelissaN25, and also at Scribbles of a Wannabe Drawer. Um, it's all one word, and it's basically where I post all the art and quirky things I do. And it's especially quirky right now because I'm doing the um, Watch and Draw and Horror, which is basically all... 31 days of October, you watch a horror film and then you pick something and draw from it. Um, like you draw some character moment, whatever. And so I've been participating in that and my art's been a little bit quirky. So if you're interested in that, follow that page. And where can they find you, Jared? I highly recommend Melissa's artwork, by the way. And uh, you can keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram at QCA underscore Mista underscore J. That's where you find all the pictures of my cats and of my beard. Because that's all the interesting things I had to post about. <laughs> um, and the podcast as a whole, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerd United Nations Podcast. And you can also send us emails at Nerd United Nations Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to listen, keep listening to us as a podcast, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And also be sure to follow and also leave a review because it lets us be a little bit more noticed within the podcast community. That's right. And that'll do it for this mini episode and our first ever segment of On the Corner of Nostalgia and Living Under a Fucking Rock. I do love saying that. So just remember, guys, the world is still scary out there. And uh, if you don't exercise with Binky, you're going to grow up to be worthless. And be excellent to each other. (laughs) And nerd on, dudes. (laughs) See you next time. The thoughts and opinions expressed by your ambassadors and their guests are theirs and theirs alone. And do not represent the companies they happen to work for. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>